Sometimes you gotta bleed to know That you're alive and have a soul But it takes someone to come around To show you how She's a tear in my heart Alright, don't even worry about recording yourselves tonight Because we don't have time Ah, okay Just going Just gonna be recording post, huh? We are just going to go unprotected tonight. All right. It's, it's Thursday Night Raw. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and write that down. That's uh, my good yeah. title. Yeah, in fact, uh, I feel I mean, I feel kind of dumb writing that down. Uh, I've got the, uh, got the T-sheet from last night here, just... Uh, Right down on that, you know? Ah, uh, okay. I see. So I don't know if you gentlemen know this or not, but I am the organizer of the social golf shamble on Wednesday nights at the Franklin Bridge Golf Club. Uh, not surprised. If I didn't know it, I'm not surprised. How much Confederate money is on the line? <laughs> Actually, I've... I didn't intend to start the episode here, but this is a uh, this is a good one. It's a good, Who are it's a you? Good, it's a good one. I you can find me on Twitter at Tommy two underscore zero, but I'll be real honest, that account's getting checked about once a month, right th- at this rate right now. So yeah, it happens. Who are we exactly? Who wants to take that part? <laughs> you asked me right after I took a sip of this Weller bourbon so you name, speak clearly it's a name drop oh yeah cheers what are you drinking there gin i'm drinking uh angel's envy with a splash of ginger ale quite refreshing this costs too much to put any ginger ale in it unfortunately hmm. so high toned do you have the special ice cube in there or is this just 100 percent neat this is 100% neat. The, the, you got to have Saudi Arabia money to drink this one. Is that what's <laughs> is that what's funding your Wednesday night golf outing? This is dude? called this is called the Live Bourbon. <laughs> Not to be confused with Live Morgan. Yeah. But you can find uh, the show yeah. at Where to Turn Pod. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you can find me at Glenn three underscore eleven. Find me there as many times as you want to. And you can find me at uh, Point Break underscore Dave on Twitter. But yeah, let's start with the uh, Thursday night golf shamble. We'll go hole by hole, shot by shot. <laughs> they, <coughs> I should say they, I uh, make sure that people get paired up with different folks every week. The idea is to make friends, influence people. Hmm. So uh, I was enjoying. <laughs> that is not happening at my house. <laughs> yeah, kids aren't asleep. School's not in. All right. So how does that work? You you all drop one tee in a golf shoe and house swingers party is this? Yeah, there's a fishbowl and keys. I've met some interesting folks this way, but the uh, gentleman I was sharing a cart with really enjoyed the conversation. We were just having a good time. He's a member of many of the same websites that I'm a member of. DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, CaesarsEntertainment.com, and Wins uh, and Bros or Hub. 
He was telling me a story about the uh, Hulk Hogan sex tape, though. <laughs> and he said, he said, have you seen it? And I said, no, I haven't. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, it was on YouTube. And I'm talking about the real YouTube, not the porn YouTube. <laughs> so thanks for clarifying that. I don't think that's true, though. I don't think that's correct. No, I doubt it. Yeah, we're going with the right now the shared family YouTube account just to keep an eye on what the kids are searching. So if I search Hulk Hogan thermos, <laughs> they would know, and then it would kind of my plan of internet safety would actually backfire on me. So we're all we're all going to keep things on the up and up. And you YouTube get some searches. like licensed 1988 coffee thermos, and you're like, that's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> Hulk Hogan Pringles can, and then yes, you get the commemorative <laughs> Pringles, the yellow and yellow and red Pringles. So we teed off at five twelve. It's a shamble. You know what a shamble is, right, Glenn? Have we been over this? A, a shamble? Yes, not a scramble. A shamble. Um, is it a shotgun scramble? Is that what we're doing here? I, I don't know. I don't know what a shamble is. There's no guns involved. In fact. I think we should be turning in our guns, our shotguns. <laughs> Goodness. And that's for another podcast. Shamble is everybody hits off the tee and then you take your position at the best tee shot. But then from then on out, you're playing your own ball. Uh, okay. Very useful in a par three. If somebody hits their tee shot within two feet, par five, you got a little more work to do. So I, I guess this guy was sizing me up as we were playing, but I mean, my, my basic read on this guy was he wasn't a bad player, but his short game lacked some touch. His putting was suspect and we got through nine holes and he said, Hey, uh, you know, it's getting close to dark. It was probably, um, seven, seven Oh five. He said, Hey, you want to just keep going? We'll make the turn. It's a golf term. It's also a NASCAR term. Me and you $10 a hole as many holes as we can play till it gets dark. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> we played four holes and I was up $40. Yeah. Kind of figured this we get to the fifth good. hole and it's getting pretty dark. It's it's eight or after. And he says, let's press it right now. $40 more this hole. So either I walk away up 80 yeah. or we're even. And I said, Absolutely. And we ended up in a weird situation where we both made the same score on the hole, so I just took the $40 W. I did not take the $80 W, but a little gambling in. Come to think of it, the guy still hasn't Venmoed me, even though I did very neatly write my Venmo handle. I'm going to have to maybe send the old reminder email out later yeah. tonight. Make sure he didn't get his wires crossed. Like, how would you possibly not accept... The wager on the going to you've won four holes consecutively. Yeah, I mean that's like the easiest decision of all. No, time. I was actually in favor of even playing for more if he was willing. Right, to. right. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it was kind of a kind of a dud ending. Ended up just being a bogey, bogey push, and both of our putts were very short. It was not much drama. Man, that's the real shamble of this whole thing. <laughs> Indeed, it was. But we're not here to talk about golf or me or Saudi Arabia or gun control or January 6th. We're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about you guys. 
That's what Is we're that going right? to talk about. Well, that's what I'm to understand. Okay. Well, where should we start? I feel like I feel like the Lord's blessed you two with the means to do a lot more things than he has me. And that's not a that's... complaint. That's just a fact. That's ridiculous. Paul, as Paul uh, E. Heyman would say, what does he say? That's not a... It's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. Yeah, it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. But yeah. Dave, it just depends I, what coast you want to start on, yeah, east coast I think, or west. I think we want to start on the east coast, because I understand Dave spent some time in the liberal hotbed that is New York City. I left one to go to another one. <laughs> um, yeah, I had uh, never been to New York City. Have either of you fine gentlemen? Oh, yeah, you guys went to like a Yankee game or something. Didn't I was going to say, get ready. I hope you're seated. I've been <laughs> to New York City with Glenn. <laughs> That's true. And Mr. Sandwich. Yeah, we lost Glenn on the subway for like four hours on that trip, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Found I went him. to see a Jamaican. That's right. That's a true story. A Jamaican we all know and love. That's right. Uh, Kofi Kingston. A guy that fell asleep during the A-Main, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> he did, and we had had a few, and he fell asleep in the A-Main until I punched him in the side of the face to wake him up. That was many years ago. Many, 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 many years ago. We've matured a lot since then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went, uh, went to New York City to Manhattan and never been before, uh, actually had a work deal, uh, during the week, but the weekend before that, as happened chance would, it was my anniversary, my wedding anniversary. And this is non-disclosure. You're, you're married. (laughs) Sometimes you have to. Date your wife, especially on your anniversary. It's an important time to do it. So we went up uh, three days before my work thing. Stayed in a very nice hotel. Very, very well located. I mean, Manhattan's not big, but I mean, we were right in the middle of everything, uh, which was nice because I'd never had to take the subway and deal with that human filth. Subway is great. It's one of my favorite parts of going there. No, no, I did not ever, I did not ever get on the subway. I took limited Ubers because we could pretty much walk to everything. But yeah, we had a real good time. I will say this. uh, Well, you gentlemen have been there. So, man, all the stuff you hear, it's, it's real. It's real about, you know, people just walking across the street. Like no one stays on the sidewalk. Everyone's kind of grumpy. And uh, I think I know why. I've I've determined the bad rap that New Yorkers get for being uh being angry. All right. Here it is. They're all they're all in that little whatever it is. It's like five miles by one mile, and they got a billion people living in there. So they're all just trying to get about their normal life, right? You know, walking to work, walking to the store. That's their whole life. Now imagine that we've all worked downtown, which I would not consider downtown Dallas a touristy spot at all. So well, it depends what country you're touring from, but but uh yeah, like when you're walking around, even when I worked 
in the middle of downtown Dallas. Like, you pretty much just walk around, no problem. There, it's the odd mix of, like, people living their everyday life also surrounded by a bunch of people that are just there to sightsee. Right. And it's yeah. that clash. I mean, we've all been there trying to, you know, in Vegas, trying to run to the sports book to make a bet. And then there's just people that just randomly stop right in front of you to take a picture. Seems to happen a lot at the win. You can take out of that <laughs> what you want. <laughs> Seems to be very, very often happens at the win. And yeah, that's the thing, man. Like all these people are trying to trying to get to work, trying to do their lives. And in front of them, there'll be people just dead stopped in the middle of the sidewalk to take a picture of, you know, the Empire State Building or whatever. But well, stop stop walking only next to the major sites. Look <laughs> like, at these people. I just want to walk around the state. You don't walk around the Statue of Liberty, but you know, just want to go in front of the. The World Trade Center is not there. Uh, you know, whatever. whatever You're struggling. <laughs> but if you did want to know more about why the World Trade Center wasn't there, look in our archives. That's true. Ah, that's true. You can find the title out of the episode uh, is Loose Change. You learn a lot. Behind that. Yeah, you learn a remember, lot. I do remember going to New York. Um, uh, coincidentally, also for an anniversary, back in 2007, and then that was when, you know, con- construction was just kind of kicking off on the Freedom Tower. Uh, but they had reopened the subway lines that were at the World Trade Center site. So we were just walking around that area. And there's just this guy who just walks up to us and is trying to get us to buy basically a laminated photo. And it was in, you know, guy walks over, gets my attention hands it to me, like, I don't remember, five bucks, whatever, see if I was interested. It was just a picture of one of the planes, like, at the moment that it hit the building. What? And I just looked at him. <laughs> yes, this is 100% true story. I just looked at him. I was like, no, like, <sighs> what is this? Like, you're selling this? And wow. coincidentally, like, if you'd have put him in the line of pictures of the hijackers or a suspect... <laughs> You would have said, yeah, I believe it. Oh, no. But that was what was even more disturbing to me. So he was he was there celebrating. Maybe. I don't know. Or or he was just taking advantage of capitalism. He was high stepping, walking away from you, (laughs) which I support Doing the shark. And he had and he had a shotgun. So I supported that, too. I said, you know what? You carry that wherever you want to go into that Burger King and point at the Whopper on the menu was that thing. (laughs) That's that's freedom in America right there. Yeah, the New York was fun. Went and saw we were super close to Broadway. Went down there, saw saw the old Hamilton. Thumbs up. Pretty good show. A lot of singing, huh? A lot of singing. A lot of singing. Out. Set a record, though. And I'm, I'm curious if you gentlemen, and of course, you are both men of means beyond what I can fathom, but. I set a personal record on on the dinner tab for me and my wife, and I want to know if I set a show record or not. Oh, the, it, with the combination of the high cost of living in New York and this recent realization oh, yeah. of the Surge. Biden economy. <laughs> so here, let's play a little. You can ask some questions, and I'll go ahead and start off the top. We did not 
There was no bottles of wine. Okay, ordered. that's the first question you have to ask. So there was not a there was not some crazy expensive bottle of wine. Actually, I will uh, I will go ahead and give you the the alcohol. I had two two Uh-oh. or three. I had two or three uh, Manhattans. Uh, my wife had a single glass of wine, not anything super fancy. And then, well, it doesn't like brought out champagne because it was our anniversary, but that was not billed. Complimentary. So, complimentary. Yes. Okay. So we got. Did you order plussed up bourbon in these Manhattans or was this just whatever it came with? No, this was. I think it was it wasn't anything. It was like either Angel's Envy or Whistle Pig. It wasn't like Pappy or anything okay. like that. All right. Just want to make sure there wasn't a catch here. <laughs> Did you order off of a regular menu or is this some kind of fixed or set? It's a it's a meal? it's a set like you can't order individual. It's either you get the three course or the four course. And we did do the four course. Of course you did. Is one of those courses dessert or was that extra? Uh, One was dessert. Okay. All right. Okay. But but we've already established this was the most you've ever paid. So we've been this to some is. pretty expensive meals. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a high guess. And I'm going to guess $500. Over. I'm going over. Are I we think including? We're in the, I think we're in the seven seven to eight hundred range. Is is my guess? You see, I don't I don't live quite as high as Glenn. It was. I'm saying over, out the door. I'm out the door at five hundred. Out the door, it was just a a scotch under six. It was like oh. five ninety something. Oh. Well, you're closer than I was. I mean, but that's I definitely more than I've ever spent on a meal. What was funny about it was we we're sitting there. By the way, great food. Really good time. So did great you just get like a steak or was this more sophisticated? I got no, I got a, a steak. Uh, my wife got the uh, smoked duck. Um, but what was funny about it is we're sitting there. We're having a good time. Table kind of across from us was obviously a. Maybe second, third date, like you could tell it was very early on in the date. And I was like, it would be bonkers to be a single guy in New York trying to trying to show off a little bit. Like you would go broke so fast. <laughs> I would just be waiting around to see whatever just kind of wandered into Applebee's in Times Square. <laughs> be like, that's Is the WWE restaurant still there? That's where I would be chilling. It is not. So what did the steak what was the price on the steak? The uh the like four course meal. Oh, like, that's right. I'm set. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah, think sorry. it was one eighty a person or something like that. Yeah. Wow. It was really good, but yeah, it was uh, it was pricey. Hey, when you when you went to see Hamilton, what in what act did they have the guy fall over the outfield wall? <laughs> It's at the very end. It's, oh, okay. It's, well, they no, I mean, it? it's like the the beginning of the second like, act, and then Sherlock's is the is the final act. Okay, I was gonna say, this is like a really bad way to yeah. end it. Like this huge musical numbers, lots of dancing and stuff, and then just a ball tossed in slow motion, fade to black. 
they have a plant in the balcony of the theater that falls over and then it, it just ends. <laughs> um, but I'll say this. Here's my, my closing thoughts on New York. It's a trash city. I don't think hey. I'll go back. Oh, I I haven't been. Uh, I'm trying to think last time I was there. I don't know. I've loved it the time that I've that I've been there. I could never I would never want to live there. But, uh, you know, you tell me, let's go on a five, six, seven day trip. I'm in. See, man, like we and like I said, we had a great time. Saw saw the show, ate a bunch of good meals, found some cool little, you know, bars that are near. There's a the hotel is near one of the smaller parks called Bryant Park. There's a cool bar. We hung out there. We had a really good time. But I mean, just walking around the city. One thing they at night, I guess. I don't know. I guess they don't have alleys or anything. So there's just like just garbage, just sacks of garbage all over all the sidewalks so you're walking and of course a lot of the places are you know retail so they have the clear bags so they can't steal stuff so then there's some homeless guy ripping through trash bags as you walk by and we're in like the nice area and we're like what is happening and then we walk down fifth avenue and went in all the bougie stores and then you walk you know right out of some high-end store and there's the dude sitting on the sidewalk selling the knockoffs of the store. You just, it's like, can't they do something? Can they put a little effort into making the city nice? Like just a little. Did he open up yeah. his coat and he had the gold hair dryer yeah. and toothbrush? <laughs> on the way to the, uh, you should have been there. And the uh, first time I went was in the late nineties uh, before I think Giuliani cleared out all the, like the peep show places and porn shops in Times Square. That was, it was a lot more homeless and it was a tougher scene in 1997, I guarantee you, than it is right now. No, I believe that it wasn't like, it didn't, at least where we were, it didn't feel like unsafe. It just felt dirty. And then like we're walking by and they, uh, like, you know, the, they have little bank like vestibules or whatever, right? Because all the ATMs are in like, and you'd walk by at night and there's just some homeless dude with like his four bags inside there just sleeping. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm not going to go to that ATM. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. So did you did you hit up all the just generic tourist attractions or? No, we really didn't. I mean, we walked right by the. Empire State Building several times because we were right there. We did go down to Central Park, check that out. Okay. Uh, Obviously, we went to Broadway, but, you know, didn't really have a desire to go see the Statue of Liberty. Obviously, that's a bit of a hike. You got to go way down there. Yeah, that Ellis Island, that's a that's a commitment. That's like a half a day, at least at least commitment. But yeah, I've seen that been doing Knicks game. We can't see the Knicks right now, but I've been doing Knicks game at Madison square garden. So it was cool to, to go there. Even though when I was there, I think they've kind of renovated it since then. Cause it was, I remember being like this, uh, this arena sucks, <laughs> but I think it's nicer now. I think they've redone it. It's been there forever. We did one of the afternoons we were out walking around there was a 3 p.m. Rangers playoff game at Madison Square Garden. And I was like, that'd actually be pretty fun. And uh, 
briefly looked at getting tickets and then decided, you know what? We're just going to go to this little sports bar here and watch it. And because I won't care otherwise, put some money on the Rangers and then I'm part of the group. We're all cheering. We're all having a good time. And if you, which is always important, but if you time it right in that area. Timing is important. And you've got hockey, baseball, and basketball all going on. Like you can, between the New York teams, the Brooklyn teams, you you can get a game every single night and could be walking distance or you might have to get on the subway just a Not couple of it. stops. Not doing it. But, I can't uh, believe you didn't get on the subway one I time. I know. That's like part of the experience. I mean, that is part and parcel with all the other big attractions is just navigating the subway. Nah. I did find a cool gym, though, that reminded me a lot of the one in St. Louis that we went to. Man, that was a great place. I want to go back there just, <laughs> just to go to the gym again. But, the yeah, that was New York. Played a Did play a little golf. That, that was part of the work work trip portion of it. Oh man, real quick. Got to talk about work portion. So it's, uh, me and, uh, uh, one of the two owners of the company. And then we have this new, very new, uh, guy like been at the company, maybe two months. That's on the biz dev side. And this was his first big trip, right? Like we're flying him out to New York like this is you're with, you know, two higher ups in the company. Okay. I'll go ahead Only and say it. Only reason we're doing this story. I'll go ahead and say it. Um, so yeah, we get uh, the work stuff was Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <clears throat> the other two guys get in there Sunday night. Of course, I'm you know out doing my own stuff, so it's like all right, we'll meet Monday morning, go to. Go to our first meeting. Get down there Monday morning. It's me, the owner. Oh, and other things. So Sunday night, the the new employee's like, oh yeah, well I'm just gonna go hang out with some friends uh, that are in town, and then I'll meet you guys, you know, for the meeting Monday morning. All right. Monday morning we get down there. Not there. Not there. We're all staying at the same hotel. Text them. Oh man, I think I got food food poisoning. Oh. Oh no. yes. The old Monday flu. Oh, boy. So, of course, the, the owner of the company, he's instantly like he, he instantly thinks it's a work. He's like, this is bogus. He, he went out and, and hung over. And I'm, you know, I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, food poisoning does happen. Uh, and then in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, this is like I'm not going to get involved, but. If this guy's smart at all, this is this is a poker hand where you bluff the flop and turn and you got to fire one more. I was like, you got to just not show up at all. Like, even if you were hungover, you can't show up at 3 p.m. Like after you sleep it off, like you got to commit to the food poisoning. Gimmick. Yeah, you got to you got to lay low the rest of the trip. Basically, you got to just. And either he did that or he did have food poisoning because we never saw him. <laughs> Wow, that sucks. We never saw the dude. And he's still employed. He's still employed, but he's got some serious backstage heat right now. (laughs) Man, but that's a, I mean, a work trip or not, that's a that's always a fear. Whether it's food poisoning or just getting something similar to that on a trip, especially if it's like day one, 
of a week long vacation and just yeah. sidetracks the whole thing. And I know maybe, one of us has, yeah, has been maybe, there before. Maybe during the 2011 World <laughs> Series. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's well, actually this... happened to me twice in both times. It was in Vegas. One time it was the night before we were supposed to leave. And I had to take a, I had to take a flight the next day because I was in no condition to leave the room the next morning. And then the other time it happened the day we got there and didn't basically didn't leave the room till the day we left. And uh, yeah, there's not much worse. Yeah, that's. All right. So that's last question terrible. for the, you have to take the subway crowd. This guy's story, which may or may not be true, was he got a street hot dog, and that's what gave it to him. So is that another thing that you guys claim you have to do if you're in New York? Oh, I'm not eating. Well, that. I've done, I've done it. I mean, think about who you're talking to here. <laughs> but I've, I've absolutely done that. I think only on one occasion. Uh, the other times I've been there, it just hasn't. You know, th- there were other opportunities for food, but there was one time I was there and I think it was, uh, you know, 10 o'clock at night or so walking around getting ready to head in. It's like you need that 10 o'clock snack. And there's a guy here selling hot dogs for pretty cheap. So let's let's grab a couple of them. I thought pretty good quality, better than dollar hot dog night. I would say that pretty low bar, but I'll go with well, it. It's I mean, that's extremely like, low bar. It's like. Cat or dog food, dollar hot dog night, <laughs> street vendor, New York. But you did make all business meetings the next morning when you ate well, it. Well, we were we were just straight pleasure that trip. But okay, <laughs> only reason we're doing this. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, we were we were fine, you know, just a little little mustard on there and uh, ready to fire away the next day. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, what? A little, uh, a bigger load, you know? That's what yeah, it's well, all about. You know. so, all supplements. So before we head to the West Coast, I also took a vacation. Mm. What is this? Yeah. So I went to a place that I had never been. Have you ever heard or, uh, heard of or been to Amelia Island? You went to your own island? <laughs> this is you, Mr. Meager Accommodations. You went to a place completely surrounded by water. I did. What was this off the uh, coasts of? Well, that's what I was going to ask. So do you, do you, have you heard of Amelia Island? How many balls did you hit in the water trying to get there? <laughs> First of all, I don't hit balls in the water. I hit greens in regulation. What airport... What airport would you say you fl- would fly into to start the process of renting a car and then taking a one-hour drive to said island? I don't know anything about geography. Charleston. That's actually a great guess. I think it's somewhere like off the coast of Alabama, Mississippi. I think it's down in the Gulf. Ooh, okay. It's also a good guess. You're both wrong, but you're both in the vicinity of being right yeah dave probably closer geographically we flew to jacksonville uh-huh. north florida well you okay. go to florida a lot home of the Ten- tebos tennessee tommy he's always 30a destin yeah. like you're always no florida is the playground of nashville there's no doubt and uh amelia island is in florida it is very close to georgia though in fact 
when I was on a boat, I crossed over from Florida into Georgia. Mm-hmm. And not only was it a boat, it was a boat that I was driving. Oh, right. Yes. This is like a pontoon or is this a speed or what kind of, What are we talking here? So this Paddle. was... <laughs> <laughs> ten dollars an hour they let me drive as long as i wanted to it was either it was i know tommy it was either pedal or bumper (laughs) there's no trevor bauer situation going on here just clear that up very quickly the kind of boat i was on was if we were going to devil's bowl and one day we realized race and ricky wasn't there anymore this was the business idea he had that finally pulled him away from the track and made him rich they had it was it was billed on the brochure in the hotel as a boat tour and you were going to see dolphins you were going to see the uh former private island of the carnegie family that is now infested with wild horses i'm not making this up you can look it up it's real we saw them and generally uh boat through the marshlands that are off the coast of amelia island what they did not specify in the boat or in the brochure is that you would be driving the boat and the boat was about the size of a big go-kart. And the boat had two, the boat had two seats side by side. And then on the driver's right, there was just a throttle that would be like what you would see in an airplane, just all the way down is full pull and all the way back is reverse. And then on the right was just a giant stick. And if you pushed the stick forward, you went right. And if you pulled the stick back, you went left. So you get, you get to the Harbor and racing Ricky comes out and he's like, yep, this is my company. I've been doing this forever. I've got a few simple rules. Stay, stay, uh, stay close to me. Don't venture off the tour, stay in your boat. And if you feel like you're having trouble controlling the boat, go faster because the faster you're going, the better the boat handles. And then he's like, all right, we're going. And the idea is you're going to follow Race and Ricky on this tour. Well, we kind of idle out of the dock, you know, or the dock area where there's a no wake zone. And as soon as Race and Ricky passes the sign, he's full throttle. And I'm like, well, we got to keep up with him. And boy, was it a risky next five minutes as we're just (laughs) fighting the wake my inability to remember which way is right and which way is left you're getting yelled at probably oh yeah i'm scattering the field <laughs> <laughs> like ricky stenhouse yeah there. looked like fernando alonso at monaco they they were just stacking up behind me the gap was too big but nobody was getting past you're looking for when they enable drs so <laughs> get back up there oh but it was amazing i highly re- highly recommend the uh the back swamp tour. Uh, it was great. <laughs> Amelia Island is a cool place to visit because it is much, uh, unlike where Dave was, it's not touristy at all. It's, it's, you almost feel like you're just visiting a city that happens to have a few nice hotels, but here's the part that I, the only reason we're doing this is I had my dinner bought for me one night at a very nice restaurant by somebody that Glenn knows. Huh. And this was uh like you went there with them? No. We just happened to be there at the same time they were. These people reside in the Dallas area. Um 
And this guy would be described as a man of means. I'm trying to trying to think. He's also had some health issues, heart attack, Ooh. flipped Ooh, colon. <laughs> colon problem? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Does he have... Uh, has he had controversial Plexico Burris opinions <laughs> <Yeah>. in the past? <laughs> yes. That occurred that occurred at my house. <laughs> you... <laughs> caused and caused a stop down and we just kind of looked at each other like all right, so that well, just happened. Yeah, so that was just said. Yeah, so haven't seen them in a long time. And he bought yeah. me dinner. Well, that's all right. That's awesome. Yeah, well, all right. He's worried about you, though. We'll have to talk about that offline. Oh. He's he's real worried about you. Worried? I think he's going to the Lord about you. Oh, is that right? Well, he <laughs> yeah. probably he probably needs to get in the express lane. But luckily, I did you a huge favor. I went ahead and told him the whole Nitro Woods story. <laughs> he's fully up to speed. Okay. Hey, can we... Uh, one quick question about the boat ride. Any uh, any gator sightings at all? No, but we were warned several times, including on the golf course, about the old yep. gator sighting in the marsh. So we were very careful. Because I figured in a, a vessel not of much size, there might have been a warning to uh, make sure nobody leans an arm or a leg out over the side, nothing like that. Oh, it was it was very much impressed upon you that at no point were you ever to even consider putting any part of your body outside the boat. Okay. Florida's so, dangerous. Yes. Florida's where I almost got killed by wildlife. I got the, uh, this was when the golf trip down there, I was I walking. you only almost get killed playing soccer. Well, that happened too. But yeah. walk, not surprisingly, I'm going to walk into the woods because we've all seen me play golf before. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was walking in there and the guy I was playing with grabbed my arm. It's like, whoa. And there was a, had to be five, six foot snake, like right there. Wow. We don't know what kind. No, I could, it could have been a harmless rat snake, you know, it, it could have there been. Are, there are friends. It, it also could have been a, a snake that was looking to murder me. <laughs> it waited. <laughs> it waited all this time. So, okay. So back to, yeah, back no, to no, the Earhart Island. So going realizing that I was vacationing in a place that was less touristy than the place I lived 24 seven, 365 was quite refreshing because we would go to what I would assume are pretty nice restaurants and dinners. And the prices were shockingly low when compared to Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, we ate a multi-course French meal with drinks uh, and got out of there for under a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, played golf one day. A very, very nice course called Oak Marsh. It's one of the higher rated ones in the state. And I got paired up with a guy who I didn't actually know who he was, but quickly found out that just two and a half years ago, he retired from the same company I work for as a C-level executive. Mm. Very high up in the company. So we did a little networking. Okay. Yeah, and then we I would do the old gag, you know, where we both hit our drives, and I'd be like, I mean, I had a three wood, and my ball's past your driver. Is that 
That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> sure, that one. So good. Well. Yeah, it must have the car path or something. Like, oh, yeah, it's weird. Obviously, um, but no, I I, uh, I held my own. Really tough course. Very happy with how I played. Some uh, some very challenging shots where you would have to carry marshland. And to Dave's point, like if your ball went in the marsh, you weren't going in there looking for it. Yeah, it was gator food. But it was great. Yeah, I got to uh, got to date the spouse a little bit as you while went, you I was go- golfing. By yourself, yeah. Yes, while I was golfing by myself on vacation, highly recommend it. <laughs> you need your alone time, even yeah. on vacation. And then the the final interesting point of note is we stayed at a hotel that was a no kids allowed hotel. Ah, sandals hedonism. Yes, Eden East. <laughs> but it was the strangest hotel I've ever stayed in. There was only sixteen rooms. It was a 1800 schoolhouse that had been refurbed into like this trendy boutique hotel. So when we checked in, they gave me an actual key, not a key card, but a key. And it's there like was one two... of those really big keys. <laughs> it's got like comic keys. I had a ribbon around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was two keys. So one was uh, circumcised and one was uncircumcised. No, one just had a big rubber piece around it going all the way up to uh, where the key was. Like a magnum style size. Yeah, big rubber. That's probably just a hint. Yeah. So I uh, she handed me the keys and she said, well, the 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 uh, non rubber key is the key to your hotel room. And the rubber key is the key to the front door of the hotel, because I, I leave at nine and. You're on your own after that, so just make sure you lock the door behind you if you come in late. So we're staying in a 16-room hotel with zero staff on site after 9 o'clock, and I had the key to the front door of the hotel. Boy. I don't know if I like that. Were all the rooms rooms filled here, or you feel like there was, uh, you know, half half capacity? No, I feel like we were probably close to full capacity, just okay. judging by the uh, bar at night. Seemed to be doing pretty well. No kids. Who's tending the bar? Yeah, that's what was my question. The bar closed at nine o'clock. Oh, okay. And I the maybe... proprietor was also the bartender. This town goes. This town shuts it down. They go home at nine o'clock. <laughs> at like, did you did you go back in time on the way to this <laughs> island? Like this seems very 1960s. Yeah. Well, we stayed out late, uh, late by their standards. I mean, I don't even know if it was midnight, um, but there was very few places open after nine o'clock. It was, it was very much, it was very much catered to the elderly. We might have been one of the younger people there. Well, I mean, you you ran into some people you know that are quite a bit older than you. Yes, I did. Yes, so... I did. A husband and wife combo that's very worried about the Glenn family. <laughs> it's, again, it's it's uh, probably well founded, but they you know they don't need to waste they don't need to expend that energy. They got different things they need to focus on. Like for one, he needs to just finally retire. The last time I talked to him, I was like, "Why are you working? If I was you, I would have been retired a decade ago." <laughs> So speaking of big money, 
you went to you went on a trip, Glenn. I I did a family trip. There was no uh, alone time. There was no trip. adults only hotels. No, but I tell you this: we never shut things down by nine o'clock. <laughs> we're going. We're going until one or all of us are just dragging to get out of there. But we went out west. Nice little Monday to Friday trip to Disneyland. Oh, love it. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Stayed in the Disneyland Hotel. Now, what was the name of that hotel? Was it the same one I stayed in? No, I mean, it's literally the Disneyland Hotel. That's what it was called. Well, what's the hotel that's inside the park? Um, That one might be the one that's in the California Adventure Park. Yeah, that's the one I stayed at. Yeah. So we we did not stay there, um, but it seemed both of them. I mean, they're all they're all nice. They take care of it. Well, There's not really anything about that place that's not nice. Yeah, it's Disney, so they're gonna do it right. Right, right. So, but we yeah we flew out early Monday morning and uh, got to the airport. Uh, we you know arranged for a nice nice car service. Ah yes and, yes. And pick us up and dropped us off at the hotel. And it, and it was first literally of the show. Uh, walk up to the hotel. Room's not ready yet. But we're all checked in and everything. They just let you know on the app when your room's ready and what room it is. Uh, walk up to the front of the hotel. I hand the guy our bags. Get the little uh, baggage check whatever thing. And we walk directly into Disneyland. And about 12 hours later that day, we walked back and went to the hotel. And wow, full throttle. Yeah, it goes hard. And I was I was impressed that the that the boys were able to to keep up because you know we were uh, just using the, the fast pass and the lightning lanes just to you know. But by by like day two or three, I had it pretty much perfected. I mean, I hit like a trifecta of rides where it just went, we got off one or got to one, you know, cashed in, cashed in our fast pass and then immediately booked the next one where we got off the ride and then went and rode that one. And it, it was definitely, I was just looking around at everybody like, this is somebody you, you have to deal with here <laughs> in this park today. This isn't no, no regular Joe. The whole DraftKings lineup said the little fire emojis by him, just <laughs> hitting. So let me ask you this: What are Glenn and Glenn Jr. and Glenn the Third? What are your kids into at Disneyland? What's their favorite? Are they Star Wars? Um, yeah, I mean they're probably pretty much equal between Star Wars and and Marvel, but uh, the 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 Star Wars attractions at Disneyland mm-hmm. definitely. And of course they get that divided. So they get the Star Wars stuff in in Disneyland Park, and they've got the Marvel Campus and the California Adventure Park. But yeah, they gravitate more to Star Wars than anything else. We walked around there that section definitely the most. Very cool. So did yeah. you? How many days in the park? Um, I mean Friday was we didn't have it was four days in the park, and then Friday we were there just in the morning. So we. Did stuff like in downtown Disney and went to shops and stuff. And then we went to the airport and flew home. So it was four straight days. We did two days in one park and two days in the other. Wow. 
And what was uh what was the crowd situation? I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, it's always crowded there. Um, but but we had I've been there. Uh, it was four years ago, um, and it was in July, and it seemed like it was more crowded. I think in California, the kids are still in school there. That this was that or last week when we were out there, that that was like their last week of school. So you don't have all the local kids there. It's basically just people traveling in. Uh, but the first day we were there on that Monday was actually Memorial Day, and I think that was by far the most crowded day because you just had your day trippers driving in to go to go to Dis- go to Disneyland on their day off. But uh, the other days, I didn't think it was too bad. Weather, it's perfect. It's like 60 in the morning, and it may get to 80 degrees in the afternoon, so that wasn't an issue. I, I will say by the third day. It got like to the afternoon on the third day, and I was like, all right, we got to just go back to the hotel. The kids can <laughs> go to the pool because Glenn needs to take a nap. <laughs> and that was a great decision because I don't think we would have made it to the end of the day uh, on day three. But we took a little three or four hour break and then went back in and uh, closed it out that night. And then the last day we we started in the adventure park and then it closes earlier than the other one. So it closes at 10. So we headed out of there about nine 30 and then went to Disneyland proper till midnight and then got as much, got on as much stuff as we could and, and got out of there. So, um, so did you do everything or were there, were there things the kids wouldn't do? Uh, they're, they're both big enough to do everything. The only things we didn't do were like the, uh, the, the Alice in Wonderland and like the teacups and stuff like that. The we conquered Space Mountain. Oh, it's it's hyperspace mountain now. Oh, excuse me. They've got the they've got the Star Wars theme and it's, uh-huh. I mean it's the same same to similar ride, but it's got better. They got like you're flying through and there's you know the Star Wars fighter jets are on these screens as you go over. It's like one's coming right at you and stuff like that. So. Yeah, they're they're in on all the coasters. They don't they don't shy away from anything. Was it was it wide open as far as like COVID, like mask free? I didn't know if the memo had got to California that COVID oh. was over like a month ago, <laughs> like the rest of us. So there was there was there was nothing required. I think the only thing, whether it's the state or just that area, where. Uh, taking a precaution, I guess, is required is like if you're in a medical facility or something similar to that, there are signs that uh, might recommend it because the crowds are large or usually it's it's more emphasized if you're an unvaccinated individual, it's recommended. But other than that, there's no nothing being policed. Um, Everything on the tickets and reservations all are very clear to uh, indicate that all that is subject to change, but if there's a change in policy that you might have to do something or they'll just shut the park down. But I, I don't think the numbers out there are anywhere near having to do that. And that was one thing I thought about as we're walking around, there's all these people there just thinking, you know, two years ago, this place was completely empty, for like months at a time. And that just had to been, I'm sure people were still there, like cleaning stuff up or, you know, making sure that, I don't know. Rats don't get on the Ferris wheel. I don't know. 
but that had to be like a real eerie feeling just walking around that empty park. Did you also have the thought that, man, if we just let it play out, everything would happen the exact same and we could have saved two years of our lives? Do you have that I thought? In, I was in a place where you constantly are happy and smile. And I was not thinking about any of those things. I told people at work when I got back this week, like in the last 10, 15 years, I don't know if I've had a week where I was off that I thought less about work than last week. Like I got to log on on Monday morning and had to sit there and I was like, well, what, what are my IDs and passwords to log <laughs> on? Like I, I could not remember them. Good I didn't for you. think I, I know it was other than by the end, it was pretty exhausting just all the walking and everything. But um, yeah, it was, it was a great trip. So what was the, what was the, what were the favorite what was the favorite ride then? Like, what was the standout? Um, I think what we rode the most was the Incredicoaster, which is the in the Adventure Park. And uh, but I think number one was the the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And that's more of an experience than it is yeah. a ride. So yeah. is it is it the? I mean, I don't know if you would know the answer to this. Is it the same the one that Dave and I did in Disney World, which was unbelievably immersive i think they're the so, i think they're super similar okay. from what i well that's I, awesome i didn't know they even had that they they do and it was we we did that a couple times and the strategy was to wait until pretty deep into the night because during the day first off the the fast pass or whatever it's called you can use it 20 bucks a person to use it and that was a that was a no go because otherwise the line during the day is hour and 20 hour and 30 minutes. And then at night, around nine, 10 o'clock or so, you can you can cut that down to about 45 minutes and wow. not wait near as long. Yeah, it was it was very similar in Orlando and we waited. I mean, we we just did the full wait. We just did it once, but we did it. Yeah, we did, did the a two hours times. in line or whatever it was, and it, yeah. it sucked, but we got there. And it was worth it. Oh, it was fantastic. I assume it's same or similar. There was one part where where a, 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 a lightsaber certainly just suddenly just appears like it's cutting out the roof. Oh, yeah, that's, that yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time we wrote it. That was the moment where I just uh, – I was pops. the kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was Daniel Bryan's music hitting again. <laughs> I was uh that was that was awesome. It was definitely worth the wait. But it's a good trip. We uh I think we'll we'll venture, you know, I'll take out maybe a second loan, ask for a raise, and I'll get out to Disney World like you guys. Uh, Dave will loan you some money. He's doing yeah, maybe so. He's got that. Yeah, he's when got they, that. When they Corporate raise the minimum money. minimum wage up, I'll, I'll have a little margin. Maybe I can I can loan you a little. So we might we'll do that, but I think that's um that's probably a twenty probably a twenty twenty four trip. But I mean that's gonna happen at some point. I, I that place holds a very special place for me because we went there when my son was about close to six he might have been five or four i mean i don't know he was pretty young and my daughter was just a baby but that was really the first trip we had taken with my son where he was really into it and understood what was going on and we had such a great time and and very similar to you you know be 
you know, being in the so close to everything, closing it down every night. I mean, the first night he got so tired, we put him in the stroller and he fell face forward out of the stroller onto the concrete because he just basically passed out and his whole body just flung forward and he just barrel rolled out of the stroller. So uh, the the first night that we waited for the the rise of the resistance ride, it was toward the end of it was definitely past 10, probably close to 11 o'clock. And we had been there since probably within 30 minutes of the park opening that morning. And we're waiting in line, probably had about 20, 30 more minutes to go and look over. And my youngest is basically, he's just exhausted, just basically curled up in the fetal position on the ground. And we're like, buddy, do we need to go back? to? If you're tired, I mean, we can do this tomorrow. We can find time to do this. Just trust me. You're not going to miss out. Do you want to go back to the hotel? And he just kind of looked it up, up at us and he's like, no, dad, I want to ride it. I'll do it. <laughs> This is you drop bleary eyes. You drop the arm twice, and halfway down on the third, it starts shaking. <laughs> you raise it up. No. Oh man. Yeah, he hawked up, and and yeah, he did. He did it. And then, and of course, after you ride it, no matter how tired they are, now they're just ready to go. Well, let's yeah. let's run wherever we need to go to. Just run through a wall at that point. Exactly to get on the the next thing, but. No, it was it was great. I don't know if we'll ever go back there. I mean, we've been a couple times now. We'll probably just uh, progress on to the bigger version at some point, and that'll most likely close our Disney chapter. You're not going to be one of those 55-year-old guys going there by himself? No, but we certainly... We certainly saw that. Oh, we saw... That. Dave and I were just grabbing each other, pointing at him as we saw him. The Mickey Mouse ears on the calf is a very interesting choice for yeah. a 300-pound uh, man, but a lot of people <laughs> apparently made that choice. I bet they're doing big business right now, given what month it is. Well, yeah, Juneteenth is coming up. It's very popular with... Yeah. Yeah. Dirk's birthday. <laughs> And Father's Day. Father's Day. <laughs> hey, my birthday is Monday, and it's a big one. It's a it's a monumental birthday but for me. This was this was part of the reason for the island trip, huh? Yeah, that's right. I always wanted to go to an island before I turned forty. <laughs> and you finally crossed Checked it off. that off the old bucket list. All right, have you started pricing? Long-term care insurance, or man, what? I'm telling you, I I think I think it's starting to fall apart. It? I'm having yeah, I'm having trouble getting and maintaining. <laughs> Do you think just some sort of joint or or limb on your body is just going to spontaneously explode? I'm 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 I've been having like intermittent knee issues on both sides where I'll get these days or weeks where I'll have this very intense pain. It'll go away. I, I think it's circling me now. Nothing like you. I'm not, I'm not planning to celebrate my 40th with ileitis. <laughs> uh, you don't want to do that. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to celebrate it with illegal. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an, an underrated line. <laughs> a, joke. <laughs> a joke for very few. Boy, these days it's even fewer, man. It's it's tough. 
it's tough right now. Do you think these knee problems are because of your increased weight? <laughs> Getting that under control. We've okay. We've had some. We've had some positive momentum in that area. You're gonna say okay. don't. Don't say your knees are bad. I think your knees are doing an admirable <laughs> job. <laughs> what they're having to carry around. <laughs> I really did though. I, I this is gonna sound worse than it really is, but one of the things I did now, not tonight, notwithstanding, is I I limited my beer and cocktail intake to the weekends, and I, I immediately lost six pounds. <laughs> That'll do it. I believe I got that recommendation on this show. You may have from you. You can do that. You can also go on like the uh, basically just the water and tuna diet. Do that for a couple weeks or so. Well, I already told you about my trip. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, let's see. Did you guys watch? Uh, did you guys? I I know one of you may have. Did you watch the Cody Rhodes match on Hell in a Cell? Did I you see only the peck reveal. I saw the peck reveal. Yeah, I did. I was, was going to say that's the only thing I've seen. I have not watched it. I've heard it was great, and I plan to go okay. back and watch it, but I've not. But wow, that was pretty that, ugly, man. That is quite yeah. a bruise. Yeah, that was even worse than what I expected because I've seen that. Uh, after Triple H did that, he posted photos like a few years back. But this, from a bruising, bleeding perspective, was like far worse. Have you ever that seen was, the? It was crazy. Have you ever seen the video that floated around on YouTube of a a dude? I think it was actually an incline bench. I don't think it was flat, but I mean, going heavy and it like it snapped. Like his pec core. Dude, someone, I think it was Muscle Matt sent that to me. And then I could not bench for like, it's like when you see Jaws as a kid, you won't go in the ocean. Like I couldn't bench for like two weeks. I was like, yeah, but man, that's a real deal injury. They said, I think seven months they're saying he's out. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's I think that's about as horrific as it can get. Yeah, I think it could be. I mean, the recovery time is much shorter just to to have function, but yeah. he's got to have obviously more than that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not a regular guy. He's the American nightmare. That's true. I mean, I mean that can happen if you're you know a wrestler weightlifting. I mean, obviously it would never happen to Adam Cole, but assuming you go to the gym occasionally, it could it could happen reissuing texts from <laughs> from three days ago he just can't help himself he's just still upset i'm gonna win the bet dude so, if you want to double that bet you want to triple it you just I, tell I, may, me. I may double it and say that tony khan's gonna buy wwe like elon's buying twitter that's you, that's you, how confident i you am you write down an amount of money and i will take the bet <laughs> so it is wild how this might work out perfectly for him though like the the surgery and the recovery time, I mean, when we're in, it's rumored to be San Antonio. When we're in San Antonio for the Rumble in January, what a reveal! And then there's the return. There's the return right there to set up the Mania match. I think if if I was a pro wrestler and any smart pro wrestler, about two to three years of being on TV, and then you have to go away. 
and then you make the big return eight months later. Like you just get stale, man. Or they have you, or or you get into the, the Seth Rollins role of helping to carry the company, but only through losing every single match. (laughs) It's like the uh, great, uh, great Jim Cornette says, they can't miss you if you don't leave. (laughs) That's, that's true. I am, uh, I mean, I'm always uh, a big Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson fan from a wrestler perspective, but I feel like Seth Rollins might be the best in the business right now. And I don't feel like I'm being real you know, superlative or hyperbolic by saying that. I feel like it's a pretty reasonable take. No, no he's on I, a very short list. Yeah. He's tippy top. But he loses. He's losing everything. Right, but that's what I mean. That's what it's all about, though. Is he's he's advancing the business. That's yeah, true. He's, I mean, his stuff. Like, I mean, obviously Cody Rhodes is. But if you go back through his career, he's helped make people. He's helped elevate other people, which is one of the keys of being a good wrestler, man. You know, CM Punk never made anyone. <laughs> no, go. seriously. No, look it up. Find someone that he helped their career. Yeah, Colt Cabana. Who? Hey, you mentioned Ezekiel earlier. <laughs> I did. When, when do you think they'll have the cinematic match when Ezekiel <laughs> wrestles Elias? You know that somewhere they're just hoping for like one more wave of COVID where we have to lock down for like a few more weeks so that yeah. they can play that off? That would be... <laughs> That would be amazing. I think the the other idea I saw, if they somehow, while Ezekiel and Kevin Owens are in the ring, that Elias somehow walks out, like hologram Elias makes an appearance. If they're going to do the cinematic, you know, uh, special effects, they need to have it be Ezekiel and Elias in a tag match and have them win the tag belts. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is a great bit though. It's amazing. I'm loving it. Oh, well, speaking of wrestling, I think it's time to go home as they say. Yeah, I think we've hit our hour. We've we've done our monthly hour. <laughs> yeah. Anything coming up? I don't think Tommy so. and I are going to Vegas next month, but yeah, I was going to say we've got we've got then. Vegas coming up. We've potentially got SummerSlam. I've I've got a 40th okay. birthday. We got you know we well, got content. We got content to map us out the rest is, of the year. This is a good question. First of all, I'll answer the first question. Anything coming up? I mean, I you know it's been a while since I've been on vacation, so I've decided <laughs> now that I've gotten back from California, I'm going to go to Colorado for a few days next week. I feel like I need a little time off. After going back to work for a week and a half. It's a lot to process. It's true. Um, Are we going to SummerSlam? Is this happening? Well, you guys have a free place to stay. Okay. And you have free transportation to the venue. What about tickets to the event? I think that's probably something very easily obtained. I am a little concerned that they are going to move the venue from Nissan Stadium to our church. (laughs) 